This is the Advocatus Intimatari podcast with Matt Lore, episode 15. Hello, and welcome to episode 15 of the Advocatus Intimatari podcast, released on Monday, the 20th of January, 2020. I am your host, Matt Lore, and this week I want to talk about Google's announcement on cookies and what it means for the ad tech industry. Google announced on Tuesday that they are planning to block third-party cookies in Chrome within two years. This comes after Apple and Mozilla have made moves to block such cookies in Safari and Firefox, respectively. But it's significant that Google has taken this step since Google is, at its heart, an advertising company, and moreover one which has gone all-in on behavioral advertising. Google's announcement comes after they announced work several months ago on an initiative they call Privacy Sandbox, which they seem to imagine as proposing new browser standards to enable behavioral advertising without third-party cookies, and in a way that stores more information in the user's browser rather than in their databases or those of other advertising networks. They rightly point out that the focus on cookies has led to some advertising companies resorting to more surreptitious forms of tracking, like browser fingerprinting, and that this offers users less ability to control tracking. While this is accurate, in my experience, the idea that control over their browser's cookie store gives users any meaningful choice about tracking cookies is laughable. The users I interact with ask me if cookies are viruses. Even the most savvy of users would struggle to discriminate on their own between tracking cookies for ad networks and third-party cookies that enable essential functionality on the websites they visit. That's why those users opt for alternative browsers like Brave, or extensions like Ghostery, or DuckDuckGo Privacy Essentials. I look at this through the lens of having worked on my employer's deployment of a third-party vendor solution for cookie consent to meet our obligations under the EU's ePrivacy Directive and our speculative obligations under the California CCPA. Google seems to think that in the future, they will track which websites you visit in your browser and use a differential privacy technique to form their creepy cohorts. They even included an example in one of their announcements of people who like Beyonce and sweater vests. I won't argue that storing this data in browser is an improvement, but I don't know what problem they think they are solving. The EU's ePrivacy Directive makes clear that ad networks need affirmative opt-in consent to store information in a user's terminal equipment. It doesn't matter if this is a cookie with a unique ID or the tracking data itself, so they would still need opt-in consent. They seem to think that this would be done using browser settings in the future. That would be a massive improvement over the current system of each website publisher implementing their own consent mechanism. But I, along with others, question Google's commitment to getting opt-in consent in browser due to their behavior with respect to Do Not Track. If you're not familiar with it, Do Not Track is a web standard whereby a user's browser could be configured to send a special flag with each request, but the user did not want to be tracked. It was implemented by all major browsers, but Chrome came under criticism for hiding it in advanced settings, and with a warning that setting it was pointless because nobody honored it. While that may have been an accurate state of the world, the same company that makes Chrome runs one of the web's largest ad networks. It was in their power to honor Do Not Track, but they didn't. Google claimed in their announcement of Privacy Sandbox back in August that a study they had run over three months last year with 500 publishers found that publisher revenue declined by 52% on average when ads were not personalized based on user behavior tracking. And there it is. Google's approach is flawed because their premise is flawed. Privacy-conscious users aren't just concerned that their web browsing is being tracked in Google's vast databases. 
They're concerned that their web browsing is being used to target advertising at them, no matter how it is accomplished. In another context, the micro-targeting of ads on Facebook during the 2016 election has made many people fear for the future of democracy. Where everyone lives in their own reality, their own biases and preferences exploited by tailored advertisements by unscrupulous actors. It used to be that advertising targeting was broad. When you open a magazine, you see advertisements based on the demographics of the people who read that magazine. Sure, they may not always be relevant. I read The Economist, but I'm unlikely to purchase an expensive watch or apply to be the governor of the Central Bank of Somalia, but they're still effective enough. But in Google's world, they need to watch people to figure out that they like Beyonce and sweater vests to, what exactly, sell them Beyonce sweater vests? I think the pendulum is swinging back our behavioral advertising. People regularly express a belief that their voice assistants are spying on them in order to target advertisements. I'm old enough to remember when pop-ups were a thing. Advertisers got so aggressive, getting in users' faces, that browsers were forced to implement pop-up blocking, and now the industry has all but abandoned pop-ups. So will go behavioral advertising, I think. You may have noticed that I'm releasing this episode on the 20th, not the 18th. Once again, I have missed the date I set for myself. I had just gotten back from vacation and had a bunch of things to do. I do want to have a regular schedule for this podcast, lest I end up abandoning it among my many other responsibilities. But this is a one-man operation, and it does take a lot of time to research, write, record, edit, and publish each of these. So from now on, I'm just going to say I'll publish a new episode weekly-ish. I will also try to be more diligent about announcing new episodes on my LinkedIn page. Until next time, thanks for listening. Thank you.